Good morning, and welcome to HR Examiner's Executive Conversations. I'm your host, John Sumter, and today we're going to be talking with Angela Lockman, who is the Vice President of Equifax Workforce Solutions Product Management in the Tax and Compliance Solutions area. Angela, how are you? I'm doing great, John. It's great to talk with you this morning. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, thanks. I, I'm doing fine. I'm in New York City where it is, um, we're getting the trailing edge of all of the rain right now. Uh, ah. Would you take a moment and, and introduce yourself to the audience? Yes. Yeah, so as you mentioned, John, I'm a Vice President of Product Management for Tax and Compliance at Equifax Workforce Solutions. And what that means is I'm responsible for our team that works to connect our customer needs with our IT build and innovation so that we can deliver solutions to our customers to help solve their problems around tax and compliance, specifically around um, employment tax and unemployment uh, claims management, uh, tax credits and incentives for hiring certain um, types of individuals, and then compliance with federal, state, and local requirements around taxation and also around E-Verify and I-9 management um, around work, work site enforcement. So that sounds horribly dry, but, but the reality <laughs> here is that you are, you are a product manager in, in a world where women have not traditionally been product managers, and the stuff that you, that you work with is the fundamental administrative heart of HR. Uh, and so... So it's really worth saying out loud that you're a pioneer, and I I know that you don't that you're modest and you don't think of yourself that way. But there are not many people who are as senior as you are with the level of experience that you have. I think you were with KPMG for a while, weren't you? I was. I was uh, in the Big Five and then the Big Four, and. I originally started, John, right out of college with a political science degree, working for the state and local economic development authorities to try to help recruit business actually into South Carolina, which is where I'm from, to try to market the business climate, understand what businesses wanted uh, to invest in, what they were looking for um, as far as labor quality, and also Um, what they needed in order to be successful and what their considerations were. Um, And I left that public sector economic development and went into private sector representation of companies that were looking to invest and grow. And I did that um, at KPMG at the time that uh, the big five were becoming the big four. Um, I was a young mom kind of considering what I wanted to do. um, And I decided, you know, I want to I want out of big corporate. Let me go to a smaller company that's applying more technology uh, to the things that I was doing. So I left KPMG, and 30 days later, we were bought by Talks Corporation, which was later bought by Equifax. And and here I am. So I've worked on the public side, the private side, and and really uh, am glad I made that leap into how do we how um, we can apply technology to helping all these various interests come together, the government side, um, the public, and the private side? When people think about pioneering technology leaders, they don't really go, oh, yeah, I, I would guess a woman from South Carolina. 
uh, <laughs> you know, so, right. so so you're you're quite a you're quite an interesting story. How did how did you get interested in technology in the first place? Really, as business needed to make decisions faster, as we were being pushed um, to help companies um, not only with um, making decisions faster, but also um, creating efficiencies in how they um, were complying uh, with government requirements. So, for example, um, when we would work with companies who were evaluating multiple locations, say inside and outside the U.S., uh, when I was at KPMG, there was a need to start applying technology to the vast amounts of information that uh, began to be available um, to us in order to help narrow quickly um, much, you know, like today with, with employers looking for employees and uh, trying to connect that applicant and that employer and identify that right applicant, there's just the ever-present pressure to make decisions, better decisions, faster. So technology was really key to that and, of course, um, associated with compliance and tax and all these HR uh, processes right at the heart of HR, technology has just exploded there. And so it's just a necessary part of how business operates and how government operates. Um, so it, it was necessary to make that leap. So you're you're quite natural. One never gets the opinion spending time with you that, that, that technology is challenging for you. But but political science degree, would you, would you hire somebody with a political science degree to do your job? I think so, with the right set of experience, right? There's book experience and book knowledge, and there's real life experience and knowledge. And, um, you know, that political science degree for me really supported me in becoming involved with um, government um, land development, as well as economic development, which gave me a great background to understand what the stakeholders, the potential customers, uh, but really more stakeholders of municipalities, states, um, as well as the employers and the concerns of the labor force and the communities themselves. I like to say that, you know, where the employee and I really like for us to have a win all the way around for the employer, the employee, and the community where that employee and employer come together. Um, so that all of those stakeholders have to be considered. And um, and then applying technology to helping them come together more efficient, efficiently is just a mechanism um, to get there. So I'd like to look at the whole picture when I'm hiring folks. That's great. So, so what do you actually do? What's your current job? So I'm responsible um, for our tax and compliance portfolio. And what we're doing is um, meeting with the employers to understand what their pain points are, specifically around um, uh, tax and uh, compliance for their employees um, during the uh, employment life cycle. So from new hire to separation, where are their pain points where they need a, a uh, comprehensive solution that they're confident in um, that can easily um, be incorporated into their human capital management ecosystem. So we're listening to those customers, but also we are listening to 
the government agencies and the regulators so that we can develop solutions to address customer pain points that are compliant and up to date with the requirements at the federal, state, and, and local level. Uh, for example, um, in the new hire space and in, in, in the employment life cycle is um, I-9 management. It's a hot topic. It's in the news a lot. We're hearing about the increase in fines, the increase, a tremendous increase in audit um, activity and ICE inspections. And employers, for the most part, they do want to be compliant, uh, but they struggle with keeping up with um, the latest uh, requirements. They also want, uh, because of the need to complete that Form I-9, both Section 1, which is where you collect information from the new hire, and then Section 2, which is where the employer is verifying that uh, the employee presented appropriate documents um, with the I-9, um, the employers are struggling with how to get that done when they're decentralized, when they're hiring more and more remote workers. So how are they, how can they be compliant and also get it done efficiently, get it done right, um, as well as get it done along with all the other onboarding activity that occurs for their new hires. Um, so we're developing those solutions with our IT teams, translating those business requirements um, into language that our IT team can understand so they can innovate these solutions and then communicating back out um, to the customers around how the tools are now available and how they can incorporate them into their uh, processes. So you stand in the middle of a conversation between people who don't understand each other and, and you translate between the, the different stakeholders. Is that about it? You got it right, and and you know they they may not understand each other, or they may not have time. Um, there's so you know there's so many other things that they need to be doing. They, you know, an HR professional. There um, are so many other value added things that they could be spending their time on that they can then entrust to us to automate and help them um, in areas where they want to gain efficiencies and minimize um, their their risk. Interesting. So tell me about Equifax Workforce Solutions. I hear Equifax and I go, oh, you're a credit bureau, but, but Equifax Workforce Solutions doesn't really have anything to do with that, does it? Well, right. So we're, Equifax is a business unit, uh, or Equifax Workforce Solutions is a business unit of Equifax. Um, Equifax is really a global information solutions company, and part of that is Equifax Workforce Solutions. Um, really what we're doing is um, providing uh, human resource compliance, which I've talked about, uh, but also analytics and uh, verification uh, technology and services. Uh, we're really helping the employer, the employee. Uh, we help financial institutions. We help government agencies uh, really with making critical decisions faster, um, whether it's streamlining their HR operations, as I mentioned, um, or uh, providing um, employment verification, which is another way to streamline HR operations, um, to managing unemployment benefits, state regulatory requirements. We're really supporting all of that, as well as um, helping them with other compliance needs around, uh, let's say, W-2, W-4 management, um, those tax forms. Um, 
that are required between the employer um, and the employee uh, for government reporting purposes. So this Equifax Workforce Solutions does something called the work number. Is that is that part of your thing? And what is it? Um, yeah, absolutely. The work number is our real differentiator, um, John. And what it's doing is enabling um, lenders and government agencies to uh, and employers uh, to confirm employment information and income information um, to expedite decisions. So for the employer, uh, there's verification of employment uh, to help expedite hiring decisions. Uh, for lenders or uh, financial institutions, it's really about expediting decisions around mortgages or other financial agreements, which is a benefit for the lender. Uh, it's a benefit for the employee or the consumer as well to have that 24 by 7 capability um, to, um, to receive a decision around um, a financial instrument. And then um, also, we're serving the government, so the government um, can use the work number to verify income and employment when determining um, government benefits available. Um, the work number is uh, very unique to Equifax and to Workforce Solutions. We have um, over 80% of the Fortune 500 um, employers are providing their employees' records um, to the work number. Wow. Wow, so so that's 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 an awesome chunk of data. What else does Workforce Solutions do? So Workforce Solutions, um, in addition to providing the verifications for employment income, um, we're looking for um, unique ways to deliver value through that data. Um, we're piloting um, with aggregated um, data the capability to help show outcomes of graduates from certain institutions. And um, I think that's something we want to share more on as we move um, through those pilots um, as um, institutions of higher learning, colleges, universities are under uh, more pressure to prove the ROI of the investment in the education uh, we're piloting to actually measure um, the outcome of their graduates. But in the um, in the dry area where um, really I focus, John, you know, what's new um, or what else we do is really um, focused on um, compliance within the employee lifecycle where it's more than just providing a workflow, check the box, I did this form, move on. It's really, um, if I can, can uh, for a moment, talk a little more about the um, worksite uh, compliance requirements, uh, the federal worksite requirements. Um, because of the time sensitivity of it, um, you're having to complete a Form I-9 within the first three days of someone starting um, the job and it being a requirement for all employers, uh, regardless of vertical, um, that gives it um, a high amount of focus for HR compliance. But then coupling that with the uh, concern around the increase in notices of inspection, ICE audits, um, and wanting to be best prepared to, um, for a potential audit to ensure compliance and to also minimize risk of fines, um, that has really created um, continued interest in technology innovation around something that sounds really simple, 
which is completing a Form I-9, but actually it creates a lot of um, technology challenges for employers and their employees and, and how that service is delivered. Um, we can use um, the information provided to us um, through the work number where we're receiving the employment information um, around um, the employees for an employer, we can use that to help monitor for employers the I-9 compliance. So compliance with the completion of the form and timeliness completion of the form. We also can monitor things beyond initial completion of the form, such as re-verification requirements. So some types of employees um, have a, a type of um, document or document status that requires re-verification at certain periods of time. And those periods of time can vary. Those periods of time can change um, depending on various regulatory or other guidance that um, is issued. So we also can use the work number to power um, insights back to our employers so that they know, oh, it's time to re-verify Angela's um, documents, her Form I-9. There's also purge requirements. Um, once an employee leaves your employment, there's a certain retention period, um, then there's a purge requirement. We can use the work number to help employers uh, maintain that compliance. But even beyond that, from a technology challenge, um, when employers are hiring more and more remote workers, um, even I now work remotely for my employer, but um, as employers want to hire faster, um, they may have a, a decentralized type of operation and they need to put someone to work, but they may never actually, that person may never actually physically meet face to face with a, a representative of the company. But with the worksite compliance requirements, the employer is required themselves or through an agent um, to verify in person, touch and fill the documents presented by the new hire for purposes of proving their identity and their eligibility to work in the United States. So we have developed technology that, um, that is mobile enabled, both for the new hire and the employer or the employer's agent to be able to complete um, Section 2 securely and remotely. Um, there's also the capability to upload documentation if the employer wants to do that. Um, they can, we have a network of authorized agents that we partner with that can meet with the new hire. Um, the employer can designate their own um, completer, which is someone that they approve of, but is not necessarily their um, uh, employee. We also have a concierge service that can um, meet with the new hire at a point that's convenient for them uh, to complete Section 2. And all of that's um, securely enabled, it's mobile capable, um, so that that very important document can um, be completed for the employer. And that person can get to work. Wow. Uh, we talk about compliance 
um, being the speed bumps to onboarding. But in this relationship here, you know, the community wants the jobs, the employer needs to get somebody to work, the employee needs a paycheck and wants to get to work. And so we try to smooth those compliance speed bumps and I-9 can be a big one. Well, it sounds so complicated. Um, how do people who don't use a service like yours um, survive? I mean, you, you have to build a very deep bench of expertise in order to navigate all of the various deadlines um, that I guess the, the deadlines are set against the hiring date, so they are individual to the employee rather than an aggregate set of requirements for the company overall on some sort of calendar basis. How in the world would somebody do this without your help? Yeah, um, I think they don't do it very well. Um, you know, more than 60% of Form I-9s have some sort of error in them. Um, we've, we've learned that from the legal community focused on um, immigration. And many employers, believe it or not, are still managing Form I-9 via paper. And it's, um, they use the paper form uh, that's available. Um, and uh, we hear... Um, stories of especially decentralized hiring processes where there's a lack of control, a lack of understanding. Um, you know, there's all sorts of documents individuals can present um, to, to prove uh, their identity and eligibility to work in the U.S. They can be very confusing. Um, you know, it's, it's much more than a driver's license or a U.S. passport um, that can be presented. Um, we, you know, we deal with customers where um, they've got I-9s. They, they maybe have never purged um, their I-9s, for example. So they're retaining personal information on individuals that haven't worked for their companies um, in years. Um, and they don't have a centralized capability to have employee records um, altogether. So, um takes a lot of focus away for those businesses on running their business, really addressing uh, key employee initiatives that they would really, that really add more value um, to their business um, and to their employees. And, um, and they do have risk and exposure, which creates angst um, for, for the companies as well. Wow. So, so how are you different from your competitors? So, you know, John, I talked about the, um, the work number, and you were great to, to tee that up for me to, to start off with. So uh, the work number is a big differentiator for us, um, not just for purposes of uh, verifying employment income and making that easy and efficient uh, for all the parties um, involved, but then using that work number data in order to provide meaningful insights to our um, employer clients to help them uh, maintain compliance. And I-9 is a part of that. Um, there's other areas where um, our customers um, want compliance insights, whether it's around um, screening for tax credits. So part of my portfolio, um, which is less on the risk side and more on the benefit side, is where we are helping employers screen individuals who 
are applying for jobs and may be um, in a, a category that's considered by the federal government to be a hard to hire category. These people face, uh, potentially face barriers to being hired. So we try to work with our employers to screen those employees, determine if they could be eligible for a tax credit, and in real time inform the employer that yes, this individual could be eligible um, for a tax credit and you have um, high participation or you have low participation in screening and here's the things you could do to encourage people um, to screen for this tax credit to help you make a hiring decision because the federal government has put this incentive in place to encourage you to hire these people who may face barriers um, to employment. So um, the real differentiator for us is the ability to use to use um, the work number for streamlining, providing efficiencies to HR, but then also helping to um, reduce risk for our employers. So who's the target customer? Our target customer is really any um, <clears throat> employer who wants to streamline um, their HR operations, um, really, we um, work with more than 80% of the Fortune 500 today, but we're seeing real opportunity um, with mid-sized employers as they are automating more of their um, employment life cycle as they are getting more um, concerned about their risk and compliance and the need to comply. Um, and really, and really a focus on efficiency. How can I do that efficiently? Rest assured that I'm compliant so that I can focus resources on higher value um, opportunities for my business. But then we also are seeing more opportunities with government agencies. I mentioned how the work number can be used uh, for government agencies to verify employment income and making decisions um, on benefits uh, for individuals. And we see more and more opportunity there um, as well, John. So is there anything you want to be sure the listeners take away from our conversation? Yeah, I, um, what I'd like um, listeners to take away, really, John, is how um, Equifax Workforce Solutions is um, uniquely positioned, uh, both from a um, technology capability uh, and innovative technology that we offer to um, employers and with the data through the work number, through the combination of both of those, um, we're able to provide those unique compliance solutions. We go deep in compliance, um, not just focus just on new hire or just on um, some point in the employee life cycle, but you know, as I talked about, um, I-9 management, or we think on through tax form management of W-2s, 1095s uh, for employees, um, the data that we have with the work number combined with the compliance capability and our technology really provides um, unique value um, to increase efficiency and reduce risk for our customers. What a great conversation, Angela. Uh, would you take a moment to reintroduce yourself and tell people how they might get a hold of you? Absolutely, John. Thank you. Um, I'm Angela Lockman. I'm Vice President of Product Management at Equifax Workforce Solutions. And you can reach me uh, via email 
Angela.Lockman, L-O-C-K-M-A-N, at Equifax.com. Fantastic. It's been great having you on, Angela. Thanks for filling us in on your comings and goings, um, and, and we'll do this again sometime in the future. Uh, really look, appreciate you taking the time to do this. Yeah, thank you, John. I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thanks. You've been listening to HR Examiner's Executive Conversations, and we've been talking with Angela Lockman, who's the Vice President of Product Management for Equifax Workforce Solutions. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you same time next week. Bye-bye now. 